Welcome to the Reach Effect Achieve podcast. My name is Devin Emig, and I have been working as a color guard tech, designer, instructor, and consultant for over a decade. I work with low-income or no-income school systems who are in the beginning phases of their Winter Guard programs and help them get their foot in the door and their name on the map. I am passionate about Color Guard as an opportunity to reach out to youth, affect positive change in their lives, and push them to achieve more than they ever thought possible. This is Reach, Effect, Achieve. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about setting goals. You can develop goals that not only push them towards the results that you want for the season, but also benefit your future teams and your future seasons by ultimately moving you towards your your big dream, okay? So to do that, you first have to identify what your big dream is. So I, I want you to think about what your ultimate dream is for for a guard that you're coaching, okay? Like think, I want you to think huge. I want you to think, gah, wouldn't it be great? Think outside the box, think extreme. I mean, you may be from a little podunk town in middle of nowhere, Iowa, or wherever you're from, right? Think about your biggest dream. Uh, for me, it would be having a group that actually makes it to the finalist round. Like, how cool would that be? Right? We're talking especially for those of you that have a new guard or are teaching an approach or an area where guard isn't like a thing, you know, you don't have like middle, oh my gosh, I saw this awesome uh, thing on Instagram the other day where it's like this middle school group, right? And the entire ensemble is throwing triples or quads on rifle. I don't even know what they're throwing. They're throwing something big and they're doing like a one turn under it. And I'm just like, and they're middle schoolers, right? And I'm just like, cool, I wish my high school group could do that. And, and you know what? My high school groups actually probably could. I'm not giving them enough credit. But, like, it's, there are these epic groups where guard is obviously just like this thing and it's huge and it's magic and you've got these really passionate kids and really passionate instructors. And then, you know, you've got my teams who are fabulous and they're fabulous kids, but we don't have an environment and a culture already surrounding guards and so part of your job and my job and our jobs as instructors is creating that culture and fostering that environment and so for a lot of us you know the dream is to take a guard to WGI and to actually be competitive and be a finalist and that I mean to me that's that's still a big dream for me so whatever your dream is whatever your big wild crazy dream is I want you to write it down And then I want you to write down the step right before that, okay? So taking my crazy wild dream of being a finalist at WGI, to do that, I have to have a guard that is a Scholastic A or Independent A because they have to be eligible to compete. So to have a guard that can compete at WGI, I need to have a guard that has the skill set to compete at an A open or world level, right? So that is the step right before then obviously having a competitive show and being a finalist. Big dream, 
finalist at WGI. Step right before that, having a guard that's actually eligible to compete at WGI. Okay, so this is my new goal. So I want you to think about your big goal and the step right before it. Where do you have to get to to make that big dream happen? Okay? Then I want you to think about where you are right now, right? Whether that's, hey, I've got a novice group or I've got an SRA group or whatever it is, you know, wherever you are, think about where your group is right now and what skill set your guard has right now. From there, you need to identify, okay, so what what things can we learn this year? What skills, what tangible things can we do this year to move closer to that ultimate goal? Right? So what what skill set my kids right now, let's just say for example, I can get a consistent triple out of half of my guard line, right? To move into the next category, I've got to be able to get consistent triples out of my entire guard line and at least half of my guard line has to get a quad, right? So that then becomes one goal. Um, Another goal could be my guard is constantly getting dinged for not having breath under their body movement. You know, they're too, they're too stiff. How do I introduce breath and while still retaining their technique? Or um, maybe you don't have any technique from your dance because dance is just not a thing in the area that you teach. And how do you introduce pointed toes? How do you introduce holding your core and operating and, you know, starting all of your movements through your core? How do you introduce 45s and uh, tosses with rolls underneath them? You know, whatever skills are the next level up for your guard. And I want you to pick some, actually pick three or four and make those your goal for the season. Now, whether that means you are rewriting part of your show so that you can incorporate these goals and make them things that that your team is forced to work on, or if you just want to have it be like a fun competition thing that you guys do or, or incorporate it into part of your warm-up or, or whatever it's, it takes for you, right? So maybe half of your guard is throwing a triple right now and you want them to be able to throw a quad by the end of the season. So every day at warm-up, you start working on that quad and you tell them, hey guys, in March, this triple right here becomes a quad. So I'm giving you the month of February to figure this out because it's coming. Things like that, actionable items that your guard can actually move towards to take you to that next level, which ultimately takes you a step further towards your goals because if all you're working on is the show as it's written and not challenging your kids and not pushing them you may have a great season but you need to be pushing them to do things that are just past their comfort zone that are just out of reach because if you push for those things and you start now then by the end of the season they should be in reach right so go ahead now and start incorporating those skills into your show, into your warm-up, into your routine, into the expectations that you're setting for your guard. Real quick, I want to tell you guys that if you are loving this podcast and you're like, yes, I just need to write down everything this girl is saying, you're not alone. Okay, you may be alone, but 
if you hop on over to my website, www.atandrellc, that's A-T-T-E-I-N-D-R-E-L-L-C.com. Sign up for my email list. You will get a reminder that this podcast is coming and you will get awesome tidbits from me that you can use right now to plan your winter guard season. How great does that sound? One more time, it's www.attendrellc.com and it is all free. And you know what? They don't even all have to be about your students. Maybe it's about you. Maybe your goal, maybe you set a goal for yourself of writing better transitions or of having multiple elements on the the floor at one time without creating a split focus you know maybe that's something that you struggle with that you really want you know that you need to fix before you can be competitive at the next level and that's what you want to work on during this season those things too absolutely write them down and then pick ones that you're going to work on And then I want you to go back and look at your tapes. If you don't have a tape, make a tape of a run through at your next rehearsal and identify which one or two things you can work on this week to get better, right? So maybe you do have a transition that is just, oh my gosh, nightmarish. And that's what you want to fix this week. And that's the only thing you want to focus on this week. Or maybe you want to start incorporating better dance technique. And so you start this week with adding a 15-minute body warm-up, exclusively body, to the beginning of your practices. And you take time. Or maybe you even take an entire practice or three-quarters of a practice, I don't know, and dedicate that to developing this technique and really strengthening this and making sure that your students have an understanding of what they're doing. Maybe this is the week that you start introducing your quad or your five or whatever into your rifle and saber warm-up. And you go ahead and you set the expectation. You say, hey, we're going to start practicing this because in a month, we're going to put it in our show. So we're going to start practicing now. Going to give you time to develop those muscles, time to develop that skill. But it's coming and you need to know how to do it. You've ta- so we've taken a big dream, your massive dream, And then we've taken it one step removed so that you have an actual goal. And then we've taken that, you've looked at where you are today, and you've identified things that you need to do to move up to the next level. And then you've picked two or three of those to focus on in your rehearsal for this week. And you need to do the same for next week and the next week. And every week you should be taking a video of your last run of your last rehearsal for the week or your show for the week or whatever it is, however you want to do it. But you should be doing this every week where you take a look at your show and identify, okay, we fixed this. Now what? Or, okay, we tried to fix this and this didn't go so well. So maybe we need to revisit again. Or... Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with this. I know it's bad, but I don't know what I'm doing with this. So let me just put push the pause button on this. Or let me call for reinforcements. Calling for reinforcements is always, always, always a good idea. 
I know I've said this before, but the more people you have looking at your show, the better it's going to be. The more people you have contributing to your show, the better it's going to be. Don't be afraid if you're stuck on something to call in an expert and say, hey, my guard needs this. My show needs this. My girls need this. My team needs this skill or my uh, show design needs some love here. And I don't know how to fix this, but you do. So will you please come help me? Because it's only through self-evaluating, because that's really what we're doing. I mean, you're evaluating your team, right? But you're also evaluating yourself and your own limitations with what you can teach. So you're self-evaluating every week and you're saying, these are my pain points and this is what I'm going to do about it. And you're doing that with in the back of your mind, having this higher goal, right? So you're not just wildly out, you know, you're not just sitting there and you're like, I have 50 million problems and I don't even know where to start, right? You've identified the ones that will push you up to the next level. And those are the ones that you need to focus on. And there may be ones that slip through the cracks or there may be ones that you say, you know what, this isn't great, but it's not fixing it is not going to fix my team for this season. Therefore, it's not my number one priority. If I get to it, that's great. But what I am thinking about is not only the success of this season, but the success of my guard long term and as a whole. So you've got your big dream, you've got your long term goal, and you've got your goals for your season already mapped out, written down. Does that mean that that's the only stuff that you need to work on during the season? No, absolutely not. You need to be listening to your judges tapes. You need to be asking them appropriate questions. You need to be evaluating yourself from the perspective of, Hey, what am I doing to make myself competitive this year in my specific circuit? Right? These are all important things and they're all critical, but ultimately you are in some way or another an educator, whether you are an actual like teacher at a public school or whether you are a coach, you are teaching and developing your team to be better and reach further and move higher. And so it's so important to have sort of a big picture plan and to be thinking not only in terms of what will bring me instant success, what will bring me success right now, but what seeds am I planting today that will grow and benefit me three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? What is going to make it so that I have this foundation to build upon to get my team to that ultimate goal? right? Because that's what it's all about. And every year, your team should be better than the year before. It should be harder to get in than the year before. It should be challenging for your members that did it the year before. You know, they should walk in every season and say, oh goodness, what is what are they going to throw at us this time? Because that, A, is what makes it so much fun, but B, that's what makes it so worth it, right? That's what makes it a growing living part of who you are. That's what makes it so special is that you don't just go in and do the same thing and you know how to do it and you're comfortable and you never get pushed outside of that comfort zone and you just go in every year and you win every year because it's easy. 
right? You should be reaching and pushing yourself and your team and striving for more, for, for greatness. And in my experience, kids in general, and I'm just talking about kids as a whole now. Sorry, we're going off on a little tangent. It's fine. Anyway, in, in my opinion, people in general will exceed the expectations that you set for them. Especially if they're do- if you're doing something that's like by choice. So if you if if people are in this activity and they're not forced to be there, they're not required by law to be there, then they're there hopefully because they want to do well. So you set the expectations and they will exceed them. If you expect them to be mediocre, They will be more mediocre than you could have ever dreamed. But if you expect them to be great, they will be so much more than you ever thought possible. And for me, that is one of the greatest joys of coaching and of teaching and of being involved in this activity at all is watching that come to life and watching these students, these these teams, these people become more than you could have ever hoped for them to be and being part of that. And that to me is worth taking the time every week to sit down and review the tape and say, Hey, what are we doing next week? Let's make a plan. To me, that is worth the the time and the commitment and the dedication to say, how do I make myself better? How do I make my team better? How do I make this product better for them? How do I, how do I encourage them to grow? How do I encourage them to go beyond what they know? Because I truly believe that if you do this, then 10 years from now, you're not only going to be a finalist at WGI, you're not only going to have achieved your big dream, it's going to be easy. And you're going to look back and say, wow, just wow, look how far we've come. And that is my dream for every single one of you. If you haven't yet, hop on over to my website at www.attendrellc.com. Sign up for the email list. You will get an email from me in your inbox. You can also find me on social media at Atandra on Facebook or on Instagram at reach.effect.achieve. That's effect with an A. I'm so excited, guys, that you have chosen to dedicate your time to creating a great program for your students. I look forward to seeing you take the floor in competition.